a Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you so much for being with me. This is my last devotion to share with you before uh, before uh, uh, Christmas Eve services this Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. candlelight services. Please invite people to come. If you're out of town, watch the live stream. And I hope you have a great, great Christmas. I'm already in the Christmas spirit, looking forward to it. Got on my Hog Country Christmas T-shirt. Uh, but looking forward to being with family, uh, but also really looking forward to our Christmas Eve services, and I hope you are as well. All right, let's wrap up 1 Peter chapter 5 today. And what I wrote at the top of my journal for this chapter is the glory that awaits us in Christ. The glory that awaits us in Christ. Would you look with me at verse 1? He says, Therefore I exhort the elders among you, as your fellow elder and witness of the sufferings of Christ and a partaker also of the glory that is to be revealed. The glory that is to be revealed, the glory that Peter, the elders, and all of us as followers of Jesus, the glory that is out there in the future that will be revealed. Remember back in chapter one on Monday, the grace, the grace that that will, be, that will become ours, that will be given to us at the revelation, the second coming of Jesus, more grace. He's saying here, there's glory out there waiting for us that is going to be revealed in the future. Now look at verse four. <clears throat> Excuse me, verse four. He said, when the, Christ, when the chief shepherd, that's Jesus, when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. You will receive, when Jesus comes back, you, his follower, his disciple, his child, his servant, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Now, what is that crown of glory? I don't know. We're not told. We're told that it's unfading. It's eternal doesn't wear out, doesn't get old, doesn't diminish. And it's to be revealed. It's in the future and we'll receive it. And it's everlasting. And I think when Peter wrote this, I think he had a sense of how marvelous that future glory, that future grace is going to be for us. Because look back in verse one again. He talks about how he, Peter, was a witness of the sufferings of Christ. In other words, he saw personally, he was with Jesus. He saw Jesus suffer. He saw the crucifixion. He saw the tomb. He saw the sufferings of Christ. But that is not all Peter saw. Peter saw the resurrected body of Jesus. Peter saw Jesus ascend back to the Father in heaven and those angels talk to them afterwards. Peter saw Jesus raise Lazarus and others from the dead. Peter saw uh, Jesus perform countless miracles. Peter saw Jesus walk on the water. Peter, along with James and John up on the mountain with Jesus, saw the transfiguration or glorification of Jesus. He saw he saw Moses and the prophet Elijah appear and talk to Jesus and he saw that great cloud of God's glory and, and, and heard God speak. 
You saw glory. And I can imagine when Peter wrote this that there's this grace that's going to be revealed at the second coming, this glory that awaits us, this unfading crown of glory. Peter, it, 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 I'm not saying Peter knew what it was. I don't think he did. But I think Peter had a sense that, wow, there's this glory, there's this crown, there's this grace in our future. And based on what I saw when Jesus was with us, that future glory, wow, it's going to be something. And it's going to be more marvelous and spectacular than the glory the shepherds saw that first Christmas all those years ago as they were in the field watching their sheep when the angels appeared and sang glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill among men. Glorious night. We celebrate it this Christmas. But the glory that awaits us, far greater, far, far greater than the glory of that first Christmas night. God bless you.